this is Robot Liz. And I'm Robin Robotron. And this is Relational Circuitry. Where two robot women try to make sense of human relationships. Neither one of us are licensed therapists, nor are we actual robots. No, we are not robots. How are you? Beep, boop, beep. I'm good. How are you this evening? I am good. I am just chilling after running errands. So how are you? I'm good. I'm just kind of kicking back this evening, having a beer. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So how proud of you are you of us for um, doing 12 whole episodes and doing it for a year? I am very proud of us. Did we already discuss before previously in any other episodes the statistic, the statistics of other podcasts? Yes. And their longevity? Um, the last, the last one. Yeah, because that was the the 12th one and this is our first episode of 2024 yes how exciting it yeah. seems like literally yesterday i was doing a promo on tiktok for last year's first episode <laughs> well you you did it showed up in your memory <laughs> i know but it feels like you know yeah, it I just know. time just flies yeah when you're in your 40s it really does start to go yeah so what is this episode about? This episode, we decided that we were going to start the new year by telling our own personal stories. Like our last episode of last year was our relationship, but now we're starting at the beginning and bringing forth. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we cover just early, early childhood along with some other random things. I uh, actually didn't have time to listen to the whole episode before we record this, so... I do know that we recorded it just after Halloween and talked about um, looking forward to the gauntlet of holidays. How were your holidays? Ah, they were pleasant. They were long, and I'm glad that they're over in the nicest way possible. You know, I'm usually just so (laughs) tired afterwards that I'm just ready they're done. Um, How was yours? Very good, actually. Um, The kids were really, really happy, and... uh, I was really happy. Uh, uh, John got me a present like way early and it's been just like in a box like near where we put up the tree and it turned out to be a Playmates transporter playset for um, Star Trek Next Generation. Wow, nice. <laughs> yeah, and he was like, I know you don't need it, but I thought you should. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a cutie. I think I'll keep him. I think you should. It's in your best favor. In your favor. Yeah. In my best favor. Yes. Well, I I am going for a heart scan tomorrow, so I'm excited about that. And I just want to throw that out there. So just fingers I'm crossed glad. everything's normal. I'm glad that you're going because if it's not normal, you should find out about it and do something about it. So you can exactly. be healthy and live and hang out with me. Exactly. Preventative diagnostics are important if you have the opportunity. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, I have a lot to do tonight and I've waited to the last minute for this episode. So I think we're going to cut this kind of short unless you have something special you want to say. I don't. I'm excited and I think we should just dig in and then I hope they enjoyed the episode. Me too. All right. So um, take it away, us. Yes. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning to you. 
It's been a while since we've sat down together. Uh, well, at least uh, uh, to record a podcast for fucking sure. Correct. <laughs> it's been busy. And then we went through all of our bank of episodes. Life. <laughs> yeah. We've been busy. We've had a lot of life come at us pretty fast. We were both working on things. So, mm-hmm. you know, which is and great. The children and and uh, different random stuff and halloween halloween is over so that's that's nice but we're about to enter the gauntlet of the holidays yeah my house is an absolute utter wreck it hasn't been this messy in a very long time so and the holidays make it worse (laughs) yeah they do oh i just don't have the energy for it yeah heading into this time of year i usually like lose a lot of energy myself so Mostly we don't get the sun to to give us that boost, even though we're goth. <laughs> Need that vitamin D. <laughs> and I totally forgot about daylight savings. Like, oh, uh, yeah. That's a kick in the crotch. Yeah, like on the Sunday, I was just like, I can't believe that it's like only four it feels so much later and john was like yeah because it's like five in your head and i'm like oh yeah that yeah. makes sense i have one I'm clock so i have one clock that's actually like not digital that i stare at all day that's hanging up prominent because i'm old school so i have to have mm-hmm. a clock and so i look yeah. at this clock and rely on it and i still haven't changed it so i'm sitting here thinking wow it's really late in the afternoon when it's like you know 12 30 like oh yeah no, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh, my dad, he likes, he moved forward all of the clocks in the house, but not his watch. And so <laughs> yesterday he had to take the little guy to school and he like went in there and was like trying to wake up the kids at like six o'clock. And I was like, dad, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, just cause I'm up doesn't mean it's time for them to get up. Cause like I get them up at seven. Yeah. But I like leave at seven since I don't have my vehicle right now. And uh, so I was up at six and I was like, dad, what are you doing? And then he's like, oh yeah, daylight savings time. Like, he did the, he did the oven, the microwave, everything else that has a clock on it. He moved forward except his own watch. Wow. That's, <laughs> yeah, that that's, that's very cute. If it wasn't for my cell phone, I think I'd have forgotten already anyway. Yeah, so. no, it's wild. Yeah. You know, someday the grid's going to go down and then we won't even have time no. as a concept anymore. We'll just, if the sun's out, gun's out. Yeah, because time <laughs> is a human construct. It certainly is. And uh, speaking of time. Uh, Love the segue. The time of our lives doing this podcast. And this is our first episode of the second season. Hooray, season two. We made it. Yeah, made it through 12 episodes. And hopefully we can add more times, but, um, you know, we have to give ourselves grace with our mental health and everything. So, And if I remember correctly, it came up on Facebook. I wanted to tell you, it's either it was either yesterday or today. It was a year ago that we tested the software to see if we could do this. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Aww. I know. I love it. So nice. where do we want to start? Well, I mean, I think that we have established that we want to, for season two, 
tell our own stories in a little bit more in depth. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should start at the beginning. At birth. <laughs> well, I was so born. What do you remember from when you were born? Ah, well, this isn't what I remember, <laughs> but this is what I know. I do remember that I was born on a Wednesday at 4.39 p.m. per my birth certificate. Wow. And apparently they were stuck in traffic on their way to the hospital, and my mom's water broke before they got there, and she was crowning while they were, like, taking her upstairs. Oh, wow. Yeah, but she still had a C-section. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. My mom, I... I think my mom, they planned to have a C-section. Like for some reason, the doctors told her that because of her small bone structure, that she wouldn't be able to like give birth. No, I think is really strange. Cause I mean, I, you know, I did it just fine, but granted my dad has a lot bigger bone structure than my mom. So. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, they did it. I think, you know, that's a whole other can of worms, but. I do think mm-hmm. that there were both sides of that story back then. It's people that were that didn't need them at all and people that did. My mom wanted one and demanded one, so that's apparently what happened there. Oh, that's funny that she wanted one and then she was like almost didn't get to have one cuz you were already coming out. Yeah, cuz she was just like, "No." And then immediately before she even left the hospital, or, you know, before they left, they tied her tubes. She was like, "I want my tubes tied." Wow. No siblings for you. Yeah, my mom would have had more, but my dad was said it wasn't in the budget. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's um, my husband says that now sometimes when I get all dreamy well, about kids. kids. I know, but I still get those like weird dreams sometimes where I'm like, oh I was born at 1 10 PM. Ah. Yeah. We're afternoon oh. babies. Yeah, that's right. That's our children of the night. Do you know happen to know what day that was? Like a Wednesday or a Um, I don't know. Does it say on my birth certificate? Probably not. Probably not. I'd have to look it up. Yeah. I'm sure that's a thing. Yeah. I think it was a Thursday. Goth night. <laughs> you are a cancer. Yes, I am. No, it was Tuesday. You Tuesday. Yeah. What's that poem about the children? Ah, oh, you would ask me. I don't remember. Well, I would assume you would know this. It's the Solomon Grunday was born on a Monday. No, 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 no. It's like Monday's child is this and that. Oh. Tuesday's child will pet a cat. No, I'm not familiar with that. that rhymed yay Uh, yeah and i mean that's not actually in it so let's see here see the child is born on the sabbath day is blithe and bonny and good and gay monday's child is fair face tuesday's child is full of grace wednesday's child is merry and glad thursday's child is sour and sad (laughs) friday's child is loving and giving and saturday's child must work for its living and oh my gosh, the drawing that accompanies this on this picture that I, it's, it's very like a old timey children. Huh. And uh, yeah, yours gets a hat. Mine gets a hat. Wednesday gets a hat. Yeah. I like that Wednesday and, was and a very jaunty, 
dance, I, I feel like. Well, they're, they were happy, so. And mine, Tuesday's Child, really looks like it's doing that Drake meme. What? You know the one in the yellow coat? Where yeah. Away? Like, yeah, that's that's what mine is doing, which I'm like, okay, it's full of grays. <laughs> like, what? Because I'm because the Tuesday's Child is basically just like not having what Wednesday's Child is doing. Yeah, it makes yeah. you just think that I'm uh, like kind of at an 11 when you want me to be more at an 8. Yes, probably so. That's nope, but nope, I am nope. I am kind of like Wednesday based on how you're describing it. <laughs> I do act <laughs> like that, or my husband accuses me of acting like that. I can see that. I don't wonder about like me being full of grace though. Although grace is my middle name. Ooh, but facts. it's not because I was born on a Tuesday. I was named after my grandmother. Interesting. See, that's a fact I don't think our listeners knew. Um, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I didn't know that. Now I can like I don't know I why you, I didn't I think you knew that. We just didn't know. we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty I have a friend who is actually I yeah. But it's <laughs> it can be some it can be in some pretty pretty combinations and then it can be in some like very religious like name combinations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a weird like love hate for the name grace <laughs> yeah it's funny but then i think i like grace kelly you know oh yeah yeah and i'm like yeah it's a beautiful name it's a, it just all depends on the context and i was thinking about birth order stuff and like i'm just skimming through this article on glamour and it just has oldest middle and youngest and it's like but what about only children we have a different like, yeah, I I guess they assume we're going to be like firstborn children, but I don't believe that that's true. Well, I had always I think I remember um, something about that in college and they touched on it and said we would be like the golden child, the first child, golden <laughs> child. <laughs> that just sounds like all the pressure that's put on you when you're the only child. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does. You be fucking perfect, because if you're not, you're screwed. <laughs> Which, you know, to be fair, that's exactly how my parents raised me. Mm. You know, as much as they loved me, that's really on upon reflection, like how they how mom has definitely raised me. I love you, mom. Thanks for listening. Well see, my my parents, they just raised me to think that I was just the most special kid in the world. And that whatever, I'll just ask whatever I want, I'll get it. As long as it's in the budget. Yeah, and when I got out amongst other people, that's not how life is. Yeah, I got a little bit of that too from dad. So I think I got that diff two different sides because mm. dad did let me have like whatever I wanted to. I had only child syndrome for sure. Yeah, same, hard same. But I had a I had a lot of fun as a kid. You know, like my mom, she was really. Um, you know, she always had like crafts for us to do and like all these different things. And like, I don't remember much from before like elementary school, but I know that I always had like a pretty good time. And like uh, throughout the year, we go down to my grandma's, like basically every holiday. Nice. We would go down to Houston and visit my mom's family and lots of going to church. 
that's what I remember more than most anything else, like spending time at church. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> we did a lot of driving, it seemed like, because we lived in Vallejo, and my grandmother lived in San Francisco, and we would make that jaunt until we, you know, moved closer to the city. But it would make uh, that. How far is that? Um, that's like, because of California traffic and stuff, that's like Norman to Edmond. But it's like uh, gridlocked the whole way, so you can like it can take you a long time. Uh, Norman Edmund yeah. doesn't help anybody. Let's see. Let me give Norman numbers. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> that doesn't help anyone Only listening. Only in Oklahoma will will understand this. Yeah, I'm not going to get the <laughs> mileage right, but you're spending. Let's just say you're spending at least an hour to an hour and a half in the car. Yeah. Because yeah, see, so you're like we drove a lot, and I'm like. I just talked about driving back and forth to Houston like five times a year. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> That's like an eight hour drive. Yeah. That <laughs> is. It was back then when the speed limits were lower. Yeah. It's still with the traffic now, it would take at least that long. So yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that kind of stuff right now. No driving. Yeah. You can't hang with that. Mm-mm. Makes my palms sweat just thinking about it. But, but back in the day, yeah, maybe you should just drive and I'll just ride. Yeah. (laughs) I'll just fly to your destination and then, you know. (laughs) Well, you know, if we ever have a tour, we'll have to figure it out. Oh, yeah. Well, there'll be a bus driver. (laughs) And if we can't afford a bus driver, then you can just be the driver and I can help if we're on certain legs where you're like, like if you were in the car and you were like, you have to take over, I would be like, okay, we're doing this. I can, I can do this. <laughs> I can't picture that happening. Like it makes me think to like my arms and I can't, or my legs. So I can't try. Yeah. Or you just, you know, you just <laughs> like, get tired. It's okay. You get and then, tired. And then when you drive us, once you drive us to the rest of the leg, then my, my ailment will miraculously go away. Yes. I'll be like, see, the power was in you all along. See, I feel like this whole thing would become like a planes, trains, and automobiles type scenario. Have mm-hmm. you, where it's like the two of us just end up in one chaotic thing after another? It'd be fun. That would be exciting. It would be. <laughs> it's like, like I could tell, I would actually really, really love to just like have an adventure and be able to just go and travel and just see where it takes us but i don't have the time or the money or the energy for it yeah (laughs) yeah and i used to and obviously i did i mean my parents had so much energy you know going back to childhood it seemed like they had so much more energy at the same age that i am now and i'm like what is going on because when i was a baby like too yeah and i don't know if it is just the intervening years of capitalism and all this unchecked shit that's happening in the world or what but probably and our diets and our environments and all of it what do you have from early childhood that you can remember well uh, my like I think earliest memory I was like three mm-hmm. and my dad was warming up the car because that seemed to be an excessive waste of gas that people did a long time ago was they always would warm up the car for a really oh, long yeah, time. Oh, yeah, to warm up the car. Oh, yeah. So um, 
he had the car warming up in the driveway and he's like wiping out the dash and stuff like that. And I like crawled into the driver's seat and pulled it into drive. Ooh, fun. Yeah. And so my dad, before it like careened into the garage, threw it back into park, which I like flung my face into the steering wheel and busted my lip. Oh, baby. Yes. So like, I remember going to the emergency room and getting stitches but that is like the first thing I think I remember as a baby. Yeah. Is being and like, mine? bam. <laughs> mine was pretty um, traumatic too. Like I it was like getting tested for allergies as a kid. Oh. And I just, I just had like, I remember I had all these like dots and numbers like on my arms and legs. And like, I had to get a shot for every one of those. I don't remember like getting the shots, but like, I know that I didn't want to be there. Oh, and then I hated it. And like and my mom, she said it was so terrible because like I just kept saying I wanted to go home and stuff. And she had to Aww. sit there and hold me while I kept getting shots. I had, it was probably like 30 shots, I bet. Oh, man. Did they ever find out what you were allergic to? Oh, yeah. No, as when I was a kid, like we I never got allergy shots. Like my parents, I don't remember my parents ever giving me allergy shots, but we had allergy medica- medication at home. Maybe it was from when we went camping or something that we had it I don't know I don't remember but it was like you know a little box about like you know like three inches by three inches with like vials in it and it had the the list of everything that I was allergic to and you it like folded up like a whole bunch of times and it was like all down one side and up the other like this list of stuff it's like pretty much anything outside um like grasses like most plants animal dander dust mites like oh wow if it can get in your nose i'm allergic to it probably wow yeah and so don't you remember when i was getting tested for allergies and i didn't take antihistamines for three days and i felt like i was gonna die yeah yeah (laughs) and i was just like i don't know how i did this that's crazy i decided to clean my kid's room during that time which was really not a good idea yeah, that's a good way to stir up everything you're probably allergic to. Yeah. Is there anything you can do for it? Like, do does anything that you take really work? Well, I, I hear had that that's shots as a kid. Uh, well, I mean, like they, I had the shots to test me, and then they gave me allergy shots for like a couple of years. I would have to go like, uh, once or out and get shots, and that helped. They're supposed to have helped. Yeah. It's like exposure treatment or whatever. Like it starts like really small and then it builds up and builds up. And uh, nasal sprays do that too, like Flonase. Oh, yeah. That's that's what the um, allergy doctor told me to get. Flonase is what my doctor told me to use too. So I have to use it for like five years or something like that. And wow. be like effective, the most effective or whatever. And I don't use it very often because I don't like nasal sprays. They're annoying. Yeah. They are. And that people get addicted to nasal spray. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't think that chemical is in Flonase, but I know what you're talking about because like some of your other brands and I'll just leave it at that. But yeah, some of the yeah, other I'm brands sure definitely. Flonase. I'm pretty sure that, that whatever that is, is not in there, but like I could see people getting addicted even without whatever that is. Like, I don't know. It's just, bleh. Bleh. I don't like, I just don't like liquid up my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Most people, you know, I don't think we're naturally supposed to enjoy it. So there you go. Yeah. 
but you know, it's better than getting a shot. Yeah. And I would also have to pay a, a copay to get the shots. And so it's like, I'm not going to go in and pay like 20 bucks a week <laughs> to get shots. Yeah. When I can, when I can do an inhalant thing, but yeah, $20 a week could be a lot, but it is a lot. Yeah. So it's like, nope. That's when another nice episode. What? I said, that's another episode where we talk about our feelings on healthcare being highway robbery. Yeah, that's right. I was just about to say, if we had universal health care, nobody would have to pay extra for that. You would just go and get your shots because you're already paying for it with your taxes. Yes. But no, whatever. Ugh, I hate selfish people. <laughs> it's because of them that we all pay more. Like everyone in the U.S. pays more money for health care because a lot of people don't want to pay for other people's health care and they don't understand that they already do. That's why their insurance premiums are so high. I know. <laughs> they already like, do. And it's like, if we had it set up on purpose for us to pay for everyone, you wouldn't have those high insurance premiums. Mm -hmm. That's the whole fucking point. <sighs> Sorry. No, don't <laughs> apologize. That was good. And it was, you know, on point. It's kind of yeah. how that works. It's a shame because that's when you if you can say it eloquently to the people that need to hear it in yeah. a, a way to get them to understand that it, this isn't, you know, the, the ones that, that people, it's like how they were like, gotcha questioning like um, Liz Warren and Bernie Sanders about, but taxes will go up. And it's like, yeah, but the total cost that the people pay goes down. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. You will pay less. I promise you, you will pay less. Yeah. It's just, it's, there's not a way to really discuss that with certain people because they're so f afraid of these buzzwords like socialism and, yeah. and like tax brackets. Like, I know. Like, people don't understand. Like, they talk about raising taxes on people who make a certain amount of money. And it's like, until you make that amount of money, that tax rate doesn't apply to you. I know. And even then, it only applies to the amount of money you made up until a certain point right? Or, or after a certain point. Like it's not your whole income is taxed at that rate. Just what comes after you hit this level. Yep. <sighs> but you know, that, that's whole. You have to get them that, to actually I, understand math at that point. And so I didn't understand that was how it worked until fairly recently though. I thought it was that way too. I thought it was like, like all of your tax rate, like you were, everything you earned was taxed at that higher rate once you hit that. And that's not true. Yeah. But even still, I don't think that would change a lot of minds. I think we're at a point in time where people are just so heavily divided and it doesn't matter how much um, logistical truths you speak to them. They're just divided. Like that's well, where I'm feeling defeated. Is. I think that there is room to grow and reach people. But the thing is, is there's no one magic thing that you can say that will make anyone be like, oh, I get it now. Like it just, it takes a lot of conversations with different people and like all this shit. And a lot of people aren't w even willing to do that, which, you know, because of prejudices and stuff. And it's really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. And especially if you are part of an oppressed group, it's extra fucking hard to try and do that kind of labor and it's there's not a lot of rewards in it no there's not it's exhausting <laughs> and it's you know oftentimes not worth the effort no i say i digress it's actually worth the effort and i love it 
<laughs> it's um, worth the effort, but it's just, and a lot of times, like, you won't see, like, you don't get to see the response. Like, you mm-hmm. don't get to see the change sometimes because no. it's a collaborative effort. And so, like, like the next person gets to build on whatever the previous person said or did. And, like, all of those things click together at some point for people. Sometimes they never do. But whatever. It's it's a thing. I don't know. Back to uh, what I don't know about um, <laughs> preschool experiences. I didn't go to preschool. Did you go to preschool? I did not go to preschool either. Yeah. I, my mom wasn't working. I was an only child. There's no reason for me to go to preschool. Same. And my mom, like, was still, she was very new to this country. So even more so that just, it was just her and the baby. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. That's how it was for my mom, and she got really fucking lonely. And her family was just in Houston. I can only imagine what it's like for your mom. Yeah. Luckily, my mom's mom, my papa, she was uh, in San Francisco, so we saw her every weekend. So Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. And she ended up being there living. Oh, gosh. Yeah. She lived to be 96, so we'll see how that works out with my mother. Yeah. Like I said, love you, mom. Thanks for listening. <laughs> you think she's really listening no but maybe one day who knows yeah, <laughs> yeah no so i didn't go to preschool i i can't remember what i was gonna say you didn't go to preschool but do you remember kindergarten well yeah i do remember kindergarten but i don't know if we want to go to kindergarten yet so we haven't been talking very long but I oh like yeah we should put the uh elementary school experience in one episode but i don't know because I got a lot to talk about, more to talk about when we get to elementary school. Yeah, that's a whole other can of worms. I remember a lot of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's probably something to be said about, do you remember playing by yourself a lot? I mean, obviously, we didn't have siblings. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my yeah. God. All the time. Like, so, I mean, it was just me, mm-hmm. you know, until we had, um, like, I had a friend named Toby who was born, like, the same year I was. And he was like my first friend, but we didn't see them all the time. And I don't remember where my parents met them. They may have met them in like a Lamont's class or something. Lamont's, not Lamont's. <laughs> Lamont's was the name of the arcade at Crossroads Mall. Oh, no, Lamont's, yes. Yeah, um, they may have met there. Uh, but then uh, I had friends through the Deaf Church, but I was like five when we started going to the Deaf Church, I'm pretty sure. So. See, I didn't. I think this maybe that's why I had invisible friends. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I still think it's something else. And I mean, I didn't play with those kids all the time. They weren't always with us, you know. I, mean, I was by myself a whole heck of a lot. Yeah, I spent a lot of time by myself. Like I just because I remember things like the house plants and. Mm like the knickknacks and things that my parents decorated the house with, because I think I pretty much like played or talked to everything they had. (laughs) Yeah. Along with whatever invisible friend I wanted to have. So. Yeah. I don't know. Like we had a lot of like media at my house. Like we had like my parents got a VCR, like not long after there were VHS, like they, um, Because my dad, you know, he's into, like, technology and shit. And so they had uh, VHS tapes ever since I can remember. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we usually always had something on. And if it wasn't, like, 
a VHS tape of a show or of a movie, um, either Winnie the Pooh or the Muppet movie. Those were like the two ones that, um, that we, we, I got, I think I got Winnie the Pooh for my fifth birthday, the VHS. That's cool. And I still have the Muppet movie VHS somewhere. (laughs) Don't have the case, but I have the cassette. See, we had cable. Oh, you had cable. Yeah, come to think of it. I'm like remembering cable because I remember like bits and pieces of my mom watching MTV. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. We didn't have cable when I was really little. We got it at some point, but we didn't have it. I don't remember having it when I was really little. Like, so we were either watching VHS or it would be like Mr. Rogers. I remember Mr. Rogers. I miss Mr. Rogers. Mm Mm-hmm. I wish he could have lived forever. I know. A lot of my PBS stuff that I watched, like, was only on a certain time of day. And then it was, like, Bob Ross. Mm -hmm. And then I remember there was, like, some sort of travel show my mom liked. But I can't remember what it was. Rick Steves? Well, Rick Steves came later. But, Uh, yeah, we did watch a lot of Rick Steves in the house. But there was, like, there was someone before that. Because this would have been, like, mid-80s. So if yeah. anyone knows and wants to email us, that'd be great. <laughs> and we, um, yeah, input at relationalcircuitry.com. Uh, email us about literally anything. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to talk about it. <laughs> um, at my house, we watched more. We watched Monty Python and Benny Hill. I remember oh. my dad watching Benny Hill all the time as a kid. Yeah, and uh, what was the other thing? SCTV, we watched that a lot when I was a kid. And MASH, every night MASH came on. Yeah. And they, my parents watched MASH, like, every night. Dad watched All in the Family and the Jeffersons. I remember us watching the Jeffersons. I don't remember my folks watching All in the Family very often. I think that they probably didn't like Archie Bunker, and so they didn't want to watch it. Yeah. Oh, my dad was like he's my dad i remember would say he's like he's a son of a bitch well yeah like that was you know like carol o'connor who played him he was like a socialist i think oh really and like and the whole point of the show was supposed to be for people to identify with the other people with the people in his life and be like this guy's an asshole like your dad like it seemed like your dad had the right idea but then like lots of people just fucking loved archie bunker and were like fuck yeah this guy tells it like it is yeah there were two types there are people laughing at him and there are people laughing with him which is ooh. and it made yeah. it really upset the guy who played him because like that was not the intent yeah it's just like damn that's how that works but yeah. I think that's where he started watching the Jeffersons was because it was a spinoff. Yeah, we watched the Jeffersons. I remember watching the Jeffersons quite a bit. Yeah, I loved that. I, that one. I remember a bit more just because I was a little older. I think mm-hmm. more cognizant myself. Do you remember a show called Two Two Seven? Oh yeah, I was actually just thinking about Two Two Seven. We watched that. A. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love. I love Two Two Seven. Um. I, I barely remember anything of it except just like her. Like I remember their episode where they went to the Family Feud. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I can totally picture them being on Family Feud. And uh, now that you say that, well, they made it to the lightning round, and every single answer to the, every question they asked her was a man. She's like a man, a man. and uh, <laughs> they obviously got zero points, but it was funny. Yeah, like. Uh... No, like, I can't remember why I was thinking about 227, but um, 
now that you mention it and I'm thinking about like, you know, I was talking about earlier cause I cut my hair all really short for um, this uh, show. I'm doing. Yeah. And how like, so I know that I'm a cis woman because like when I have like a very aggressively masculine hairstyle, I don't mm. look at that and be like, <clears throat> yeah, that's me. And like, and I never really looked up to like women like that. Like when I was a kid, the women that I thought were like really cool were people like Jack A <laughs> who were like really hyper feminine and like really like, you know, like glamorous. Like I was really like obsessed with like glamour when I was a kid. See, yeah, that's a, I think I had kind of the opposite going because I idolized my dad, you know? Mm, yeah. And so the more I can look like a young version of my dad, the better mm-hmm. I feel. So I've oh, always yeah. like wanted to be skinnier than I like, you know, I, I like starved myself a little more when I was a teen. I liked my hair shorter. Sorry. Yeah. Cause those were the two things that made me look more like him and less like her. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause when I have my round face, you know, I can't help it. I have a round face, but you know, when I'm more gaunt and starving to death, I'm looking like him. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Um, and another thing, uh, being, uh, like man hungry, you know, that was also, so it was like, you know, Jack A, Delta Burke's character on Designing Women. Oh yeah. I can just remember the last name Sugar Baker. I can't remember what their first names were. And then, um, Blanche Devereaux. Oh yeah. From Golden Girls. And still relevant Golden Girls. Oh Yeah. Yeah, so, like, those were the type of women that, like, I was like, I'm going to be her. It's kind of like that Dolly Parton clip where it's, like, the town tramp. And like, yeah. Well, that's what I'm going to be. I, yeah, I love that. Have you done that sound yet? Yeah, I did. Oh, we have sure to I posted it. it, too. I can't remember what what I looked like when I did it. I've probably already seen it. but I mean, maybe it is in my drafts, but I'm pretty sure that I posted it. I love that no, sound, I saved, though. I saved your video, so I could use the sound i need to reuse that sound again for a different like you know next time i just go out and get dressed up i need to use that sound you know yeah for I those rare occasions me like, had any time at all to do that that was something that i spent a lot of my time when i was a little kid doing is like playing dress up and lip syncing and dancing yeah and that's like i was born to be a drag queen <laughs> full stop nice. and that's the thing if i had known that i could be a drag queen when i was younger i probably would have done it and oh yeah like, i would have wanted to if like if drag race had been a thing and like and i mean you know my uncle was a drag queen but like he didn't like wear drag around the house at the holidays or anything you know he wasn't trans he was drag he was just a drag performer yeah and uh so he had like wigs and shit in his room and stuff, but like I never got to where I would get into his room until I was like 12 or whatever, 11 or 12. So like I didn't really know my uncle was a drag queen until I was about that age. Yeah, I understand we that. Didn't, we didn't talk about it because it's like there's nothing to talk about. And I mean, it was like stuff that happened at bars and things, you know, and I'm a yep. little kid. So. Oh, yeah. Everybody else knew about my dad but me growing up. And I feel like this is like this huge secret that just got kept and swept under the rug until I was like 15. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, my uncle, everybody knew he was gay and it wasn't like they hid it from me. I just wasn't there very often. Yeah. And I mean, his boyfriends came with him to holiday stuff. I just didn't know they were boyfriends. It was just something that like they never talked about, but they didn't like hide it either. You know? Yeah. 
Like, yeah, they, there's some, never, uh, we have to keep this from the children. That was never something that my family like did intentionally, but it could have been part of their reasoning unintentionally, you know? Yeah. Hopefully not, but I was not well, in that healthy of an environment on that part for sure. Well, I mean, biases are biases. They, you have to like unlearn them and shit. Yeah. You know, it happens, but, it does. Oh, but yeah, no, I spent my time dressing up, lip syncing, wearing petticoats on my head and pretending to be Whitney Houston. <laughs> I really wanted to be Whitney Houston, like so bad when I was a kid. She was like my idol. Hmm. Oh no. That's why I got a perm. Yeah, I remember that. And my hair did not look like hers in the video for I want to dance with somebody because, you know, most of that was was like uh, you know, not her actual hair like, growing out of her head. But like I was just like, I want that so bad. And like I didn't know anything about cultural appropriation at the time. Like I legitimately wanted to be the little mermaid and or a fish. Like, I remember, <laughs> I'm not kidding, like, I would sit there and stare at the ocean and just, like, look down if we were, like, on a ferry boat or something and, like, look down on the water and think about the incredible Mr. Limpet where he turns into a fish in the Disney movie. And I'm just like, man. I've never seen that movie. I've only seen it mentioned in those, like, Disney um preview trailers where they show the little clips of all the different live action Disney movies. Yeah. That's I fucking love those. Well, that's like one of my favorite movies from childhood. I haven't seen it in a long time though, so I'm not sure, but I can guarantee you it's probably problematic because it's Disney and it's old. So Oh, I mean so much is Yeah, but I just wanted to put that out there in case I suggest it to someone that's listening and they're like, oh my God. It's like, hey, warning, I haven't seen this movie in like twenty five years. But yeah, the backpedaling, all I meant was I used to look at the water like he did in the movie and be like, oh, I wish, I wish I was a fish. And it's like, that's kind of <laughs> like what I wanted to be when I grew up, to be like, God, a fish or like a fish person, maybe. <laughs> like, maybe I could just get away from all this. I remember a lot of that oh, feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were a little bit younger when Little Mermaid came out than I was. So that yeah. makes a lot of sense that you would be like, I want to be a fish. Oh, yeah. Like, Ariel was like my Elsa. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because mine, like, I mean, yeah, of course. I love Little Mermaid. I loved Ariel. But, like, my Disney princess was probably Aurora. Mm. Beauty, because I think that is the last one before Little Mermaid. Let me see. And it's that was that one's my favorite of the Disney Princess movies. Like I love the animation style for it and everything. Yeah, it's beautiful. Like Phaedra uh, has said that the artwork just blows her mind. So oh, it's so beautiful. Oh, not that one. I don't want chronological word order of when they're actually happening. <laughs> Let's see. Uh typing 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 because that the, when i first got it it gave me a uh yep sleeping beauty 30 years sleeping wow. beauty came out in 1959 little mermaid was 1989 yeah i was 11 when little mermaid came out so of wow. course i loved it but i was old enough to not dream of being a fish yeah you were old enough to be like <laughs> i'm not gonna like yeah see that makes sense i totally was like i really really i would sit there and pray at night before bed and be like yeah if there's a god like i See, want I you to turn me into a mermaid i wanted a boyfriend not to be a mermaid 
I just like yeah. Ariel, actually. <laughs> that's cute. Oh, can I just have a boyfriend, please. At eleven, I was boy crazy. That's so cute. Yeah, no, always. I don't think it hit me until later, but that's like I can't really. Well, it's also a subject know. for a later another. Episode. Exactly, it's like we can't get into all that now. Yeah, but I think right about now is a good time for us to stop and we yeah. can talk about elementary school. Uh, yeah, we can. All right. Well, don't forget to uh, to email us at input at relationalcircuitry.com. Yep. Or you can use the form on the website mm-hmm. and um, with any uh, suggestions or questions or anything that you would like to talk to us about. We'd love to hear from you. Complaints general concerns yes yes complaints (laughs) (laughs) i'd love it all right read it you know shit (laughs) oh i know and we'll talk about it don't worry oh all right all right well sounds good until the next time until next time Beep. Beep, beep boop beep beep boop beep